This is First and Gold, a football podcast with everything 49ers first. Now, introducing your hosts, Freddie and Pete. I said Niner Nation, let's ride. Peter, what's going on, baby? The return of first and gold, training camp, first preseason game underway. You know we had to do this right. Let's get it. <laughs> Love it, man. Well, appreciate you guys listening in. This is uh, first and gold, Peter and Freddie. We are uh, super excited. Obviously, we have preseason week one coming up on Friday. Uh, we've had a couple of weeks of training camp, a lot of uh, observations, a lot of uh, just overall, you know, looking at, you know, who's been performing, who needs some work. And so just kind of want to talk about all that, talk about Friday's game, what we're excited to see, and um, obviously start to the, the 2022 season. Uh, yeah, man. So uh, for me, what I'm looking forward to, obviously the big one is is Trey Lance and if he can put together some good drives, um, I don't think he's going to be the most accurate quarterback. So uh, I'm not going to be seeing a high percentage throws. I want to see the deep bombs, the connection with BA, you know, Brandon Ayuk. Um, I think that's going to be a huge connection uh, between those two this year. If they can get the deep ball going and added uh, an added dimension to this offense. Yeah, I, I think, Brandon Ayuk has been the star of the show, I would say, in training camp, right? Uh, he's been unguardable, uh, is what I've read. Um, he's made some amazing highlight reels. We've always knew that Brandon Ayuk was a freakish athlete with, was it the 82-inch wingspan and, you know, the body control. He had a lot of, you know, similarities to Devontae Adams and, you know, Julio Jones in terms of just the way he can um, plug the ball, you know, out of the air in terms of uh, his elevation and, um it really kind of, you know, play bigger than his size. And so I think, you know, with Brandon, that's something that I'm going to I'm going to be excited to see on Friday. And I don't expect Trey to, th to to play a lot. I mean, one series is probably realistic, two uh I would be I would be a little surprised if they leave him in there for two series, but you know, just like uh Patrick Mahomes a couple years ago, Peter, um in preseason, I think he had one drive where, you know, he just dropped back through at 65, 70 yards to Tyreek Hill against the Falcons and scored a touchdown and everyone was mesmerized by his arm and you know, that's kind of where the, you know, people were like, "Oh shit, you know, this Patrick Mahomes guy's pretty good, you know, he's going to be good." Uh to me, one or two plays, you know, that make you raise your eyebrows is really all I'm looking for out of Trey, you know, whether it could be an extended run where he takes off for, you know, 15, 20 yards. It could be a dart, you know, to Brandon or, or Debo or Kittle, and uh, you kind of see that arm strength and the mustard that he can throw with. So, yeah, I, I don't have a whole lot of like, you know, expectations of him, you know, doing uh, doing more than that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The other thing looking at is the offensive line. That's a big um, need for players people that we're going to see plugged in at, in the starting role the whole inside is just it's just a, a huge question mark right now with uh, the battle at center being between Brunskill and Brendel and then right guard seems to be uh, set with Burford the draft pick um, playing pretty much every snap with the ones 
And then left guard, we've seen or uh, heard about Aaron Banks playing there. And it's, it's, it's seeming like he's going to be the starter, but who, who really knows? Um, I think they've tried a couple other people there, but I don't remember the names right now. So, yeah, I want to see them, you know, provide some cover for Lance and create some holes for the run game because that's going to be huge. Our defense isn't going to allow a lot of, of, of points this year. And so it's just the offense has to, you know, give enough time for the defense to to recover and not be just con- consistently going out on, and being on the field and be tired. We have to put drives together where we eat up a lot of clock. It's kind of like what Jimmy did. So, um, yeah, I, I, and I think that all starts with the offensive line. So I want to see what they all they, what they can do and provide some protection. Yeah, I mean, it starts and ends there, right? If uh, they can't protect number five, then, you know, you're you're asking for a lot of um, improvisation in terms of he's going to have to run around, which, you know, he can buy time or he can extend the play, but you don't want that to be the norm, right? We're not Seattle the last 10 years with Russell Wilson. You know, we're a team that's established with a, a strong defense, you know, a strong run game, a reliable, you know, elite tight end. <clears throat> you obviously have some really you know high-end uh skilled players with you know Debo and Ayuk and Elijah Mitchell is a you know I mean he's a burner you know he, he I think he had a 90-yard touchdown the other day in practice and it's just practice but it's just something I wanted to see out of him you know is, is a long run that he can um break out and and take off you know to the races so I think with with uh with the offensive line it's going to be a big um continuity and cohesion is going to be big during the preseason not just against green bay i think you know the other two games against the texans and the vikings are going to require them to kind of get into their mold right that first unit um banks you know could end up being a starter i, I believe he will be at some point uh mcglinchy got to see how he you know just kind of holds up a little bit right we, we can't have another injury there um so there's definitely going to be some you know definitely want to make sure that they're that they're playing tight and that they're uh giving trey or you know, Purdy or, or Sudfield enough time back there in the preseason to, uh, you know, show, showcase some of our, our skill players. Yep, yep. The other thing I'm looking at, too, now is I want to see how the rookies perform, man. I want to see them oh, yeah. get a lot of reps and, and, and really utilize them in this preseason game. With usually the first preseason game, we don't see a lot of action from the starters. Yeah. Um, I kind of do, like, again, going back to offensive line, I do want to see them get a bulk um of the of the snaps because it's a completely different unit so i hope they get that um symmetry there and cohesion mm-hmm. but other than that man i want to see the rookies i want to see danny gray i want to oh, see yeah. tdp yeah. your boy the hammer the rock <laughs> uh, i want to see you know the cornerbacks sam womack i want to yeah. see Tariq da- davis castro i think it was yeah um and then also uh, Talanoa Hufanga, just I mean he's he's not a rookie second this year, year player, yeah, yeah, he's a second year, yeah. but you know he wasn't a starter, so I want to see, I just want to see more out of him. Don't forget about Ray Ray McLeod, you know, I, I think he's going to be uh, a name people are going to know of from terms of the return game and special teams. You know, he obviously did a great job with Buffalo and Pittsburgh. He's highly regarded as one of the best guy, return men uh, in the league, and. You know, we're lucky to have a guy like that. I think when you have someone who can pose a threat, you know, when the ball gets kicked off and can take it, you know, to the 40, 50 yard line or even into, you know, opposing territory, man, does that make, you know, Trey Lance and the offense's job a lot easier, you know? And so I think that Ray Ray McLeod, um, I mean, if he breaks one off this preseason, that's going to be a really good sign of things to come. So, and I know they're going to put him back there to kind of give him the reps. Uh, but I'm with you, man. You know, I've been high on uh, on Tyrion, you know, Davis Price. I, I think he has starting 
running back capabilities. And um, usually I, I believe in my experience of watching football that in the preseason, running backs tend to be the one position that separate themselves pretty quickly in terms of if a guy has, you know, a couple hundred yards rushing, a couple touchdowns, you know, uh, combined in the in the preseason kind of lends well for them during the regular season in terms of them making a team and becoming an impact player because you can always go back and say, oh, well, in preseason, this guy had a couple games where he broke off or had some big runs, and it's always like a premonition, right, of what they may be able to do during the regular season. So I think that's something that's going to be exciting for for Davis Price for sure. And uh, and Danny Gray, if he can, uh, you know, get a big, uh, you know, a big touchdown, I think that's going to be huge too. So it's, it'll, be, it'll be a confidence booster for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to see it. One we both haven't mentioned yet, too, and I forgot, was the one that we drafted in the second round, defensive end Drake Jackson. He's looking like an absolute freak out there at training <laughs> camp. So, yeah. I mean, and then I, love the Drake. I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like we have a lot of good ro- uh, rotational players on the, along the defensive line. So it'll just be interesting to see what he can do out there and, you know, give us get us our, our you know, our salivary glands juiced up and uh, ready yeah. for the regular season. Oh, hold on now. You got to keep it G-rated over here. You got to keep it G-rated, you know? <laughs> you know, we'll, uh, we'll let all the other stuff kind of come out when it needs to. But, no, I think um, I think Drake is going to end up being, ideally, what D. Ford was not, right? And mm-hmm. D. Ford is obviously no longer on this team. And, and you know, uh, God willing, I'm, I'm happy that that's the case because he was definitely um, just <laughs> sunk in cost. You know what I mean? Like, just an absolute, just, you know money you spend on something that just sits there and it has no return on investment. And so um, he didn't even get picked up after he got released. You know, he's still he's waiting for a phone call that may never come. But, you know, I think Drake and the rest of our D-line, we may not see it, you know, on Friday against the Packers. And I'm not sure, like, how much that whole unit, the actual starting unit, is going to play together in a preseason. But, you know, if, if you get an interception or, you know, at least – create some you know uh frustration for the offense of who you're playing i think that's just you know the, the real the only thing that you really want to see you know we're not going to see bosa get five sacks in the preseason because he's not even going to play five snaps or, or very little right so i i don't think um i don't think we need to be too analytical of the defensive line these next three games um i mean hell they're playing jordan love on friday i i mean if you get a sack on that first series i'd, I'd love that because you know he tends to give you a couple gimmies anyways yeah, yeah, I agree. But yeah, man. Um, other than that, it's it's uh, it's great to start the season. You know, I think we um, you know, we've been obviously both watching uh training camp. We've been, you know, we had our opinions about Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, you know, we're waiting for him to get traded. Uh, I guess my question to you is, I know it's been a touchy subject for you. Um, the the, the people probably want to know, what are your thoughts, man? Uh, what, what's going to happen in the next twenty one days? Do you think with uh, with number ten? Uh, are we just going to wait till the very end to? to say our goodbyes or do you think some team's going to step in and say hey you know we'll give you x for him i i think a lot of it has a deal with uh what's going to happen in cleveland with deshaun watson okay um or do they want to go a whole year you know with possibly potentially a playoff roster yeah and just well, they, you know, it's, a, it's a playoff pretty roster. much tank it yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, they got roster. some wide receivers they got a solid defense they got mm-hmm. two running backs maybe mm-hmm. might be cut down to one solid mm-hmm. running back mm-hmm. but the only thing they're missing is a quarterback so what do you do do you pretty much tank this year get a better draft pick but you're, they don't even own the draft pick for next year so yeah. i don't know you might as well just 
kind of go for it. I don't, but then what do they trade for Jimmy? You pretty much have to trade a player because they don't have draft picks. Um, otherwise, I think... Which I'm okay with. I'm, I'm okay with a player. You know, I, I think there's still value there, especially if it's a starting caliber player in a, in a position where we need more depth. Absolutely. I'll take one of their cornerbacks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if uh, I don't know if they're that desperate for um, for Jimmy, but, but they got uh, a, they got a couple. They got Denzel Ward, Greg Newsome. Um, what was the other guy? They got another guy. I can't think of his name right now. Yeah, no, they they, they got some depth there. I I don't I don't believe Cleveland is in a desperation mode yet. Um, I think they're happy with the six game suspension of Watson. I don't think that's going to uphold. Um, you know, I. I Truthfully, I think he deserves a year, and uh, for right or wrong or wh- whatever your opinion is on it, I mean, a year I think is is um, reasonable, you know, considering um, the facts. Yeah. But uh, if he's gone for a year, you're right. Uh, then you start to really ask yourself, what, what do we want out of this season? You know, do we want to just be status quo uh, and maybe you know be a third place team in the division, or do we actually want to compete for you know a division title? And if you're going to do that, you you need to have some level of stability at quarterback um, with the roster that you have. So that's the only time I would think that they would go after him. I, I just have a hard time believing a team's going to trade for him in the next couple of weeks. I think it would have to take a real serious injury in preseason. Um, you know, we thought Jameis Winston's ankle was going to be hurt more than it was, and that could have been a call from New, uh, New Orleans. Um, we'll see what happens over the next couple of weeks with other teams that have fringe starting quarterbacks, you know. But um, I, I, my gut tells me that you know they're they're gonna drag it out, and you know when the last roster cuts hit, you know they'll they'll part, part ways, and then um, you know probably Seattle or some team like that's gonna pick him up, and before you know it, he'll be starting you know week one, week two. Yeah, no, I I agree. I don't think any team's really gonna trade for him, especially even though there's a lot of teams that just have mediocre quarterbacks. Um, yeah. I think they're gonna roll with what they got, especially this late. I don't think even if there was a trade, I think it'd be pretty pressed to really get him up to speed with the playbooks. Um, but yeah, most likely if he's going to be cut. He's going to be held to the lot to the last day, which is I think August thirtieth. Then they would cut him, um, and that's going to prevent any you know potential rival from picking him up and giving him more than more time to study right. the the offensive playbook. So. Yeah, and and that's just the real. I mean, that's just the reality of where we're at right now, the timeline, right? Um, you let him go now, he'll have like preseason plus, you know, a couple of weeks more of practice. So you're right. You know, there's no advantage to releasing him today, at all, because Seattle would absolutely pick him up and play him, you know, on Saturday against the Steelers, and then next week and the week after that, and you know, get him ramped up for Week One. So uh, or a- any other team for that matter. So I'm I'm with you. Um, I think I think they they drag it out. He um, gets his walking papers and then goes and probably waits a couple of weeks until some something happens with the quarterback and then you know probably bring him in for a workout and get signed. You know, middle or middle of September or you know somewhere around there. So. Yep. Yep. We'll have to just wait and see. But yeah, most likely he's just gonna be cut. Yeah, man. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, basically, at this point, you know, all we need to do is sit back, relax. You know, I know you'll you're excited to to come. Uh, come to seattle and uh and, and see the sights and you know be in enemy territory so it'll be a lot of fun and uh, i'm excited to watch the game on friday and uh, hopefully see some you know some some names that we've been monitoring you know uh, make some big plays and and kind of keep it going so start of the season so excited 
Yeah, definitely be uh, be on the lookout for our reactions to the first uh, preseason game. Absolutely. Niner country, let's ride. Thank you for listening to First and Gold. 